wait no longer greatness has arrived welcome to the trophy room a playstation podcast made by the players for the players where it's here on this very podcast i your host joseph along with my best friend kyle talk about the latest and greatest in all things playstation news and along with me making his grandiose return the greatest co-host whoever is whoever will be mr kyle stevenson how are you sir i miss you joe i'm i'm doing great Oh, this feels good. There, there, there's just something that bums me out when I miss this show, yeah. and it's yeah. the last two weeks have not been because I've been sick. Because that's usually my mo. It's just <laughs> it's actually computer problems, and I wanted to do yep. the show so badly, but we're here. So yeah. far, so good. And jam packed show, Joe. Jam packed show, dude. So first things first, I I just want to thank all of our guests. Uh, Patches play games last week. Man, what a show. What what a creator. Please go check her out. She's seriously so talented. And uh, yeah, Kyle, it's been two weeks wow. and we're finally reunited again. <sighs> and it feels so dang good. That's an original. You know quote, what I thought this way. morning, Joe? The What's last that? time we did this, yeah. I had to listen to you and your awful top 10 list. And I had a fight against you. <laughs> And how dare you is all I got to say. I have to officially on the trophy room just say, yeah. how dare you? Well, first off, you won. So yes, I did. You know what? But <laughs> Infamous is our number one game because of you. Well, I'm a real son of a bitch, Kyle. But with that, yeah, so we raised money uh, to prevent uh, cancer for one of our friends mm-hmm. and Katie Birdo. Uh, we had a giveaway and I wanted to hold that off until right now. And so congratulations, famous Seamus. Please let one of us know. We'll get into slide in our DMs. Uh, we'll send that sweet ass PlayStation Absolutely. mug your way. With that, Kyle, yeah. we have a lot of things to talk about because when the last time you were you were on, uh, Insomniac wasn't bought by PlayStation. Yeah. We didn't know the gameplay of Death yeah. Stranding. We didn't know. We Jeff, only saw Jeff leaks. Yeah, we didn't know that Norman Reedus could pee. We only had brief rumors about it. Urethras are in the game. It's confirmed. But before we talk about Marvel's Avengers or Death Stranding or even some bad GameStop news, oh. I want to get to know one thing, Kyle. Oh, what's it? What? what have you been playing? Oh man. Uh, so I have one game, and it's. I'm sorry it might bore a lot of you. And if you've, I've been on the show for a while, so you know my yeah. take on Madden and how bad I feel like it's going downhill. Mm-hmm. The new story mode, the, the QB1 face of the franchise type thing, intrigued me enough for me to go buy it and try it out. Ooh, okay. It was okay. I'm not thrilled with it. It's a good start. The whole mode yeah. where the, they have story beats and actors and there's a story is only like an hour and a half. And then it goes into mm-hmm. their boring and bland franchise mode, and that's it. You get text <laughs> messages from the characters from the story mode, but it's pretty mm-hmm. much you're just doing franchise mode with a few little tweaks here and there, and it's big bummer. The gameplay is, has yeah. never been better. It, uh, Okay. Using a running back, running between the offensive line and defensive line are vastly improved. But I just maybe we'll. I don't think we'll talk about it later. But seeing the NBA 2K20 story mode trailer that was out yeah. uh, from Gamescom, yeah. that is what I want from an NFL story, and it's not. It just hurts. It just hurts. Okay. I, I want 2K to get NFL license back because I know they'll kill Ooh. it, but that will never, Ooh. ever happen. But, yeah, Madden's okay. And they got, they got Anthony Mackie, right, on 2K? Oh, well, 
2K this year is Idris Elba, Rosario Dawson, mm-hmm. Ernie Hudson, Ooh. Jaleel White, uh, Thomas Middleditch. Stop right there. Stop right there. Stop right there. Idris Elba yeah. and, and the girl Rosario from Clerks Dawson. 2. Yeah. Rosario Dawson, the nurse from Daredevil. Yeah. Also, the love of my life. Yeah. And like, whew, Jesus Christ. Also, Idris Elba, wow. dreamy. How do they get them? I'm like 2K I, of all I, games. I don't know, but I'm, I'm super excited. I think yeah. you can actually start the story mode now as a demo before the game releases. Okay. So, oh my I'm god, that's dope! Yeah, I'm very excited. See, it seems like Madden just kind of came and then it just went. Yeah, right? like this year especially. Like I, I, I was surprised it came out this early in the month. Mm-hmm. It's just like, oh, Madden's well, here. Well, they got a hit when preseason starts, so that's usually what, what ah, happens. Okay. But yeah, I'm right. with you. Like they, there was a lot of buildup before it, but now that it's out, it's mm-hmm. kind of like the same old thing with like few minor tweaks. But like I said, the yeah, gameplay has never sucks. been better. I just want. I want a little bit more pull than just going in and playing the same stuff over and over and over again. Yeah. Um, so first things first for me, um, you can see that I've been recording with these awesome Steel Series oh. headsets. I did a review on them on Bad Big Games. Are they one of the best headsets I've o- ever owned? Spoiler alert: Yes, but you should still watch the video. Please help me out. And um, at the same exact time, I wanted to test these out with a new game. Right, because I'm getting in. We get in these slumps yeah. all the time where we need a new game to play, and then like you just don't know what to pick. Okay, and I was talking to this to to patches, and I just felt like I need to bring it up to yeah. you. Um, I gave the community a chance to vote on oh, Witcher the Persona. I think I know where you're going with this. Okay, Witcher one. Yeah. Guess what I played you last played week. Played Bloodborne. Kyle. <laughs> 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 Bloodborne, Kyle. <laughs> Fuck you! It's number five on our list, Kyle. <laughs> yeah, man, I got, I got to, uh, I beat Rom the Vacuous Spider. I, I think that's you just make name. up words. He's right a there. real piece of shit guy. <laughs> Honest to God, Adam Leonard. I'm serious when I say this. That's the name of the boss. I have no idea what that word means. I'm not even gonna try to pretend. What is it? Have I like got vacuum? I have no idea. I think it but just it's means a empty piece space. of shit boss, and I hate it. I, oh, I'm, is I'm it? Pretty okay. Sure, yeah. Oh, it's the worst, dude. I hate that boss. It's literally like, to me, it's the worst boss in the game. Every other boss I beat, I'm not joking, Kyle. There's only three bosses that I died once on, and Rom I died twice on. But every other boss I've beaten in one try. So I don't like to brag, but I'm pretty good Uh, in this game. Vacuous. Having or showing a lack of thought or intelligence, mindless slash empty. Yeah, that's what I would like to... about when I'm looking at that dumb turd looking That's my boss. soul every time uh, but you yeah. watch on Bloodborne. <laughs> it's the game <laughs> of the generation, Kyle. It's the game of the generation. So yeah, no, um, I've been also playing a game but it's redacted. I can't talk mm-hmm. on it yet. So yeah, next week you'll you'll hear about something. You'll hear about Listen something. Right. But yeah, that's what I've been playing. Kyle, let's just get straight oh, to the news, man. The we happy, got so happy, much joy, to joy. talk about. Oh, and you know what makes me so happy? I don't have to read any of this oh, shit, yeah. Kyle. Not even a single solitary <clears throat> bit of it. Kyle, what is the first news story on the Google? This comes from Rebecca Valentine over at GameIndustry.biz. Sony acquires Insomniac Games. Sony has purchased Spider-Man and Ratchet & Clank Studio Insomniac Games for an undisclosed amount. Much of Insomniac's catalog over the years has appeared on Sony PlayStation consoles, including last year's Marvel's Spider-Man, which Sony revealed today has sold over 13.2 million copies. Insomniac also has a number of games on the Oculus Rift that have not yet reached PlayStation VR. 
Sony says that day-to-day operations are expected to be run by the same management team alongside the Sony Interactive Entertainment San Mateo Studio. Quote, Insomniac Games is one of the most highly acclaimed development studios in the industry, and their legacy of best-in-class storytelling and gameplay is unparalleled, said Sean Layden, chairman of SIE Worldwide Studios. We have enjoyed a strong collaborative partnership with the studio for many years and are thrilled to officially welcome them to the Worldwide Studios family. The addition of Insomniac Games to SIE Worldwide Studios reiterates our commitment to developing world-class gaming experiences that can only be found on the PlayStation platform. Oh my god. This happened in the middle of of, uh, opening night Gamescom show. Jeff Keighley's like, holy crap guys, on Twitter right now, Sony has purchased Insomniac. And with that... I freaked out. I literally yelled. And my mom was like, honey, mm-hmm. what's what's going on up there? And I'm just like, Insomniac got yep. bought out by PlayStation. She was just like, what? Who? <laughs> I'm like, you don't understand, but this mm-hmm. is huge. <laughs> I need this. So, um, yeah, this is huge Absolutely. news, man. Insomniac has been working side by side with the likes of Sony. They've had this relationship for decades now. Like, I think Insomniac started in 1994. They made Spyro in, what, like 96, 98, right? And they've had that relationship along the generations, whether it's Spyro, whether it's Ratchet and Clank, whether it's Resistance, whether it's Spider-Man. Yeah. Kyle. What does this mean? Oh, it means so much. Uh, yeah. I, I know, like, around, was it around E3 or maybe a little bit before, we would have this question, like, on a couple of weeks of, like, oh, is Sony going to buy a studio? Do you remember they were going around to different studios and yeah. see what would they w- would buy? Yeah. Uh, and I'm pretty yep, sure yep. you might have said Insomniac. I've been yeah. preaching this for months i was a little i was a little on the other side just because i thought insomniac enjoyed the freedom uh which is why they they Mm -hmm. made some 360 games after oh xbox one game yeah i know but going back to uh oh god what was that fuse yeah yeah, yeah. um so i thought they enjoyed that freedom so i did not think they would want to be bought out by sony or or microsoft Mm -hmm. by Mm -hmm. that matter but this is like this is really big for us as Sony fans because Insomniac is so damn good at what they do. Just look at Spider-Man. It's Dude. both of one of our, not one, both of ours uh, top five game probably of this generation, maybe even yep. all time. Yep. Uh, Ratchet and Clank is such an iconic game series uh, just in the overall video game world. And personally for me, Resistance is like my favorite franchise on playstation which i hope they bring back okay so but like why are we so excited because right we're speaking gibberish we're about to drop verses in an m&m song why are we as sony fans freaking out when they've already had such a tight knit like i mean part of me it says it's uh seeing all those super talented studios that microsoft bought and thinking like insomniac is up there like what if microsoft buys them out and like and then I will be able to experience those games, and yes, I can go buy an Xbox. But like, want to do that? Knowing that I, the the box that I already yeah. have, and that I'll miss out on one of my favorite developers, that stings. Yeah. And and having them just freely float around and not knowing what's going to happen yeah. was kind of worrisome for me, especially in this huge push by Microsoft to buying all these super talented people. Absolutely. So like when I'm I'm looking at it, it's it's kind of like Insomniacs coming home. You know, it's like it's something that's been long awaited. We've been waiting for this announcement for years. Now it's finally here. And it just feels so right. 
You know, it's kind of like with Xbox, with Playground Games. Playground Games made a a slew of Forza games before they were purchased by Microsoft. And that fit for me as an outsider looking in felt so right. If you're a huge Microsoft fan, you felt like that was a huge win, right? Like when they made Mm. a coalition. Uh, the Gears of War studio, and then uh, Rod Ferguson, uh, the the community head, is now the head of that, that company. It just felt right. So when we see Insomniac come on board, this is the decades of relationship now finally solidifying, right? Like, remember, Naughty Dog and Insomniac were really the staples for the PlayStation 1 yeah. and the PlayStation 2. So a sense feels like it's coming home. And that's a great feeling. Another oh. exciting thing is like this brings stability for all those people. Insomniac's a yeah, huge company. Um, they're they're not just doing Spider Man. You know, they're doing VR stuff as well. So like that's that's a huge staple that Sony can use to push PlayStation VR forward. There is a catalog of games that are right now on the Oculus Rift and on the Vive that Sony could, who knows finagle their way into getting those games on the ps uh vr platform but also new ip as well like from what i've heard about the uh, lineup that insomniac has when it comes to their vr titles is they're really great i think one of them is called spellbound i think and it's actually like you're creating spells and you're shooting them at people and it's it's, yeah it looked super sick so to me i'm just like you have a talented developer who is now printing you money with Spider-Man, right? Which is at the end of this generation, by by everything said and done, it will be the top selling game of of that of that console exclusive wise. Um, you have them with this huge huge lineup of IP that they can use, and then you have also this just company that understands vr so there's three facets of yeah we can go into the back catalog and revive a few ip or use some that we have been kind of using like ratchet and clank we'll get to that in a second and at the same exact time we can have them make vr stuff and they are intimate with the platform so that's why i get so excited so the first question comes from Mr. Glorious One. Dude, I am so happy. Mr. Moody, I am so happy you're doing all right. Um, He asks, do you think Sony will make a Sunset Overdrive 2? That's the question. That (sighs) is the question. Uh, One of the first things that popped in my head was like, ooh, can I play Sunset Overdrive on my PlayStation soon? (laughs) Well, because I've heard so many good things, but I don't know who owns what. and, And I believe Sean Layden... I believe Sean Lady, I could be wrong, mentioned that they do own Sunset Overdrive IP. That that is Insomniac. Insomniac does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the first game does belong to Microsoft. So unless there's some type of like wait time like Alan Wake or Insomniac wants to outright buy that, I don't think we're getting another Sunset Overdrive. And also a lot of that team, um, Went to Spidey, Went to Spidey. Like, Brian uh, Interhar, he's at Mm -hmm. Spidey. He's the creative director. So, unfortunately, I don't think that means we're going to get a Sunset Overdrive 2. As much as I'd like it, I just don't think that's the case. And we'll go to our next question. Emmett Watkins asks, do you think, or sorry, do you want the very next thing to come out of Insomniac to be not that they're a part of, or sorry, what do you want? Nah, to I think he meant now that okay. they're a part of Now that they're a part of PlayStation, would you like to see them make a resistance game, Ratchet and Clank, or Spider Man 2, 
or a new IP or a combination of the two. Oh my god, you give us too many, too many options. Can I go all three? Like <laughs> there, that's that's where my head is out yeah. at because every single one of those IPs, in my opinion, are golden. They are like surefire going to be great games. Uh, my love for Resistance knows no bounds. Yeah. I love those games. Um, yeah. I think that is something that PlayStation is missing. Is mm-hmm. like that exclusive first person shooter type thing, um, which would be cool to have Resistance back. I mean, what can you say about Ratchet and Clank? Like the the PS4 exclusive reimagining reboot is near perfect. In oh, absolutely. My, in, in my platforming. Um, What's the word I'm looking for? Connoisseurness? Yeah. No, that's not a word. Uh, as your um, as your love for platformers. Uh, yeah. yeah, and like Spider Man Two, of course, we both want Spider Man Two. Oh, absolutely, yeah. And the way they they dangled that little little Easter egg Ooh, at the end. Oh like, god damn, dude! So, I, no matter what they decide to do next, I'm ready for it. Yeah. Uh, I can wait for Spider Man. I yeah. I can wait for it. Um, obviously, if they come out. And like, hey, Resistance is the next thing. I'll be over the moon. But realistically, I think Ratchet and Clank is going to be the first game back. Honestly, God, I think that's the case too. I think they want Spider Man in the tank. Mm-hmm. I don't think they're gonna. I think I don't even think that's like a launch window. I actually think that's like a year two, maybe year three thing. Yeah. I really, I think they really want the install base to be there before they shoot out Spider Man. Uh, but I actually think that this, you know, we don't have the quote here, but. Uh, um, Sean would never lie to me late and he said we're very much interested in Spider-Man and Ratchet and Clank and he used that in the quote so I actually think this screams we're getting a Ratchet and Clank game as one of the PlayStation 5 launch titles I think that shows the graphical capabilities that is for no pun intended the knack of that of that launch t- title where it's a family game anybody yep. can go and purchase it mm-hmm. and again it's insomniac it's ratchet and clank and we go along this rebooted path with ratchet so yeah uh that's what i think we're gonna get from them and i'm really excited but yeah i do also think resistance is now a very strong possibility oh too they've I, been I teasing a lot continue- on twitter about yeah, it yeah i don't care if they continue the story like you can just reboot the first game like they oh, do yeah. with ratchet yeah. Oh God, I I want to destroy some Chimera. One of my favorite video game guns are in Resistance, the okay. Auger, the okay. one where you can shoot through walls. And oh God, it's so good, it's so <laughs> well, good. Hold hold it hold it there. Yes, hold it there. I'm, I'm holding. Because our friends at Nintendo Nintendo Dual Screens asks, do you see Sony snatching up any other studios before the end of the year? Dot dot dot. Like Remedy, perhaps. So, Kyle, you're back. Welcome. I yeah. am glad to have you here. We're uh, running uh, on just... You're stretching. I know it's coming. Oh, God. We're, it's like 100 miles an hour to the finish. You know what I mean? So with that, I want you to close your eyes and pretend if you were Shu. You are now in the shoes of Sho- Shuhei Yoshida himself, the president of the first party Sony Interactive Entertainment, and your job to purchase another studio. What is the studio you're going to be purchasing, and why? Oh no! Yeah. Uh. Uh. I mean, Can Remedy's I say a good guess. Remedy's a good guess. They get yeah. weird, dude. They love yeah. getting weird. Oh, I think I know. I got What's one. What's that? What's that? Uh, Blue Point. Ooh. Buying, buying up that Blue Point goodness. Um, okay. Yeah. yeah. 
I like that. So, yeah, if you guys don't know, just tuning in, Blue Point, they make all the remasters. <laughs> so, Shadow Classes, Nick yep. Drake Trilogy, yep. whatever uh, they're working on, which is supposedly crazy. Um, yeah. And yeah. original, I think, uh, as well. I I'll think they're working on original IP and another remaster. They also did the Metal Gear Solid uh, PS3 remasters as well. So, they've done a lot of me. They have a great relationship. I don't see why not. I think that'd be an awesome pick. I think, it, can I get even weirder with you? Uh, they're going to definitely buy Kojima Productions. It, I think that's just a shoe oh, at this point. Oh, yeah. Oh, no pun intended. Yeah. Uh, I don't mm, I don't want to jump the gun, but uh, you yeah. mentioned something yeah. right before we recorded. Do you think that's a little taste? So right now, um, we just got word right before we started the show, which was just like, oh, it's good that, you know, we did this um, game rant. Uh, there's been a little God. What can I say? Look, he said, she said on whether or not Death Stranding is an actual exclusive. Um, they took um, it off their exclusive list on PlayStation.com. But the report here says it states, and I quote earlier this month, reports surfaced that Hideko. Oh, my God. I ruined that one. Kojima's Death Stranding is no longer yeah. listed as a PS4 exclusive after Sony's official PlayStation. PlayStation site in Australia removed the up-and-coming game from its exclusive list. Now it appears that the game is a PS4 exclusive again. In a photo posted by uh, Hideo Kojima on Twitter, the developer has seen a is seen posing in front of the Death Stranding poster with the label "exclusive for PlayStation" written in German. So, yeah, I think this could be something. Um, I, I definitely think Sony wants to, they see Microsoft buying up these studios. They want to be competitive as well. They see the the future over the horizon and they want to get in on this, but they Mm -hmm. want to purchase, I think games that scream PlayStation. And for me, Sure. Kojima screams PlayStation just like Insomniac screamed PlayStation as well. I think it fits the culture that mm-hmm. Sony is trying to make, which is these weird ass games that just click for people. So that's what I actually think. Yeah. Uh, n- not to mention, like, Kojima oh, I- transcends platforms. Oh, absolutely. Like, on name alone, and the fact that if they buy Kojima Productions, you can only play his vision and his. Yeah quirky ass games only on playstation yeah that's a huge gap with that that's been the first bit of news we spent a while on that insomniac welcome aboard gang but now we got some bad news kyle would you like to read the second news on the goober this comes from owen s good over at polygon drive club shuts down in 2020 the servers for drive club drive club vr and drive club bikes all go dark on march 31st 2020 before then, August 31st, 2019, the games and all of their DLC will be delisted from the PlayStation Network store. After all this goes down, only the single-player modes will be playable. For a game pr- predicated so much on multiplayer interaction, that ain't much. And of course, all the social components are no more, too. That's sad, man. Um, yeah, this sucks. Like, I mean, say what you want about Drive Club. I know it had a troubled development. From what I understood, they turned it around, but a little bit too late. I know that, that I mean, talk about studios that were just recently bought. That Evolution was was terminated shortly after that game. Mm-hmm. So um, this is a really sucky thing to see as digital becomes more and more prevalent. It just, this sucks. 
You know, I, I, I want to, I would love to be the fly on the wall and to see how many people were actually playing this game. And maybe Mm -hmm. that's the judgment call, but what are your thoughts on this? To me, it sucks for game preservation. Oh yeah. That, and that's why I love my physical games on my shelf because I hear the stories of these games no longer being like, you can no longer buy them on digital stores or, or like even having a physical game, the servers could shut down and will shut down eventually. But it just it just sucks. Like I, I and I know Evolution Studios. They went through all those layoffs, and it sucks. And I'm sorry for everybody. But I will always think of Drive Club in kind of like a, a happy memory. Okay. Um, just because like when PS4 was first announced, I remember seeing the the technical demos for that and be like, holy shit, the P- PlayStation <laughs> Four is super powerful. Yeah. Like, look how pretty that looks. Yeah. And just, I, I think they helped push what the PS4 could look like in terms of games and stuff. Mm-hmm. And it just—I mean, yeah—you can still play the single-player stuff, but it just—it stinks. Yeah, it does. It really sucks. Yeah. And with that, we got some even more bad news. Oh man! This comes from Matt Kim from IGM. 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 Ga- Ooh, God. GameStop <laughs> confirms over 120 layoffs. GameStop has confirmed layoffs at its corporate headquarters, which has affected over 120 corporate employees, or 14% of the total associate workforce at the company headquarters. In a statement to IGN, GameStop confirmed that it initiated the layoffs as part of its GameStop reboot initiative. Quote, we can confirm a workforce reduction was implemented, impacting more than 120 corporate staff positions, representing approximately 14% of our total associate base at our company headquarters, as well as at some other offices, end quote, GameStop said. The layoffs come at a time when Game Informer, a video game print publication published by GameStop, also announced a series of layoffs to its editorial staff. Yeah. They had, um, surprisingly enough, because, you know, uh, the Game Informer show is is a big influence on me. It's a great Mm -hmm. podcast. The people that are on it are amazing. And uh, it really sucks to hear. And when I think about Game Informer, I actually think, like, they would be this bigger organization, right? Uh, But only 19 people working there, seven of which uh, editors were laid off. And... um, you know, there was a little bit more to this quote of like, we will help. <laughs> this is a PR yeah. robot speaking. We will help them at our best to make sure that they land on their mm. feet. Beep, boop, beep, boop, beep. And uh, Emran Khan, um, formerly of uh, Game Informer, was just like, he tweeted out going, my insurance runs out at the end of the month. Thank you, GameStop corporate. And it's just yeah. like, that absolutely sucks and this is more of that digital future we're talking about and how it's affecting not just retail like it is right now not just how it's affecting digital but how it's affecting publication and what what happens to what's going to happen to game informer as time progresses because again they have a great podcast they got a great website what's the restructuring they're going to look like too yeah yeah. It's also like the last great video game print that's available. Yeah. I can't think of another one that is still going strong in, in at least in the states. Yeah. Um and it, it holds it just, that much impact as well. Absolutely. Like even even I still to this day as a 32-year-old man, when I go to the mail and I see the game informer in my PO box, like I get excited. I get to yeah. look at all these new screenshots and learn about all these cool new games that are coming out and it's it's scary that we're we're now we're moving away from what GameStop is and and moving away from these print publications that were such a huge part of my youth, like bringing them into school, 
and reading them and trading old issues with others I, just to read I, about new stuff. I knew I knew a guy who collected them all. Yeah, and like that was like his thing, and just I like, I don't know if you remember the old PlayStation One PSM. Yep. Oh, yep. that was my that was my jam. I love that. And then when I found out, like I wouldn't, I didn't get any more. And then yeah. that's how I found out like they were gone. That broke my heart i'm sorry Kyle. so this this just sucks and yeah. I, my heart goes out to everyone that is affected i i hope you get picked up soon um yeah it's a bummer also unionize because uh yeah. they would have given you your health benefits for a couple of months if you unionized mm-hmm. so don't want to get on my pedestal but yeah. unionize <laughs> uh with that yeah it sucks. Again, I love Game Informer. I still read the magazines as well. Yep. I do. They used to be my thing when I was a kid, man. Like, mm-hmm. it's it's gonna be weird when GameStop goes. It really yeah, it is. is. Like, we applaud it in a sick fucking way. Wow. But like, in actuality, yeah. it's like I actually I like I like going into a GameStop. There's, I never get harassed. Yeah. You want to? There's one something. store really dedicated nice. to our favorite hobby that will yeah. just be gone one day. Gone. And, and maybe not just one store, like the store. When you think yeah. of like video games, like it's, yeah. it sucks. It does. Yeah. It's awful. And again, it's just because this company did not, c- could not see, foresee this happening, foresee it happening so fast. They couldn't, they couldn't keep up. Could not. So with yeah. that, let's get to some flash news. Are you ready mm. for some flash news? I'm ready for some flash goobers, Joe. Ooh, Kyle, let's read the first one. Uh, Sammy Barker over at Push Square. FMV Thriller Erica is out right now on PS4. PlayStation 4 exclusive FMV Thriller Erica has a new heroine, and you can play it right now. English actress Holly Earl has assumed the role of the titular character in the Flavor Flavor Works developed title, which sees you making decisions on the fly in order to unfold the mystery of the star's deceased father. As was the case when the title was announced back in 2017, you can play with either a smartphone or a DualShock 4. The release is out now and costs just $9.99. Cool. And I think this also signals the death of uh, Playlink. Remember Playlink? Oh, I do remember Playlink. That was a big push by them for a little bit. <sighs> What's the... What was yeah, it? I mean, where was it? Yeah, it was PSX. They had like... A lot of the floor, the last, the last one they had when I went, a lot of the floor was PlayLink, like Play, PlayLink, um, yeah. pop sockets were given out like crazy. Like it was, it was kind of Ooh. a big push. Okay, so my question for you, Kyle, this is nine ninety nine. Yeah. There's, a, there's, a, there's a platinum trophy on here. Mm-hmm. Are you gonna, are you gonna try to go for it? Yes. Nice. <laughs> I love nice. me a good interactive thriller. <laughs> also, can I, can I also be a little. I, I Nathan would hate me over in the Cassidy Badbit Discord if I didn't mention. Um, I bought my name's Mayo. Welcome to the oh, club. Okay. <laughs> Welcome to the party, pal. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. I, so I'm like, if I bought this for a freaking dollar, I can support Absolutely. something creative for ten. Something million. that actual work was put into. <laughs> yeah, yeah. With that, let's get to our next goober on uh, the flash. News. I apologize if I get your name wrong. Uh, I am Croft. Oh, over- Liam. I think Liam. it's Liam. Oh, okay. Yeah. Liam Croft over at Push Square. Call of Duty Modern Warfare Alpha Test hits PS4 this weekend. No PS Plus required. 
Five maps will be on offer throughout the weekend, allowing you to take in the scenes as you team up with a buddy for 2v2 action. It will only be around for a couple of days, but a full beta will be available next month for those that pre-order. The best thing about this alpha test is that anyone with an internet connection and the ability to download it can play. An active PlayStation Plus subscription is not required to gain access. Kyle, are you going to try this out? Nope. Damn, dude, I need someone to play with. I'm not a Call of Duty multiplayer person. I want to test it out. I want to see what the hubbub's all about. I'm not this person that's going to, you know, shit on this game I haven't seen because of the things I've heard. Sure. Um, I have a really long history with Call of Duty. Yeah. Like, a lot of people like to shit on the series, so let's get real for a sec. Uh, Finest Hour, Call of Duty 2, one of my favorite Call of Duty games. There's this big hubbub about White Phosphorus being used as a kill streak. White Phosphorus burns your insides um, when breathed in, so it's not a fun time. It's against the Geneva Code, and a lot of people are freaking out. And then we're also forgetting that you could call in a tactical nuke and melt people's skins off and shoot them with guns. So... Um, I think we really need to get a fucking grip. I really do think we need to get a little bit of a grip on this. Because when I look at Call of Duty, um, I look at the history of Call of Duty, and I love Call of Duty because it gave me that entry into history and my love for history. Mm -hmm. Like, Age of Empires and Call of Duty are the reason why I'm infatuated with history, with U.S. history, with U.S. politics, with U.S. foreign affairs. And it all goes because... I watched a scene in Call of Duty 2, the D-Day scene, and thought it was so cool. And then I researched it, and I was like, actually, this isn't cool. This is horrible yeah. as fuck. Mm -hmm. And there was a different, uh, not like, I'm going to say appreciation, but it's a wrong term, I think. But I, I, I had a different appreciation for what that game series can offer. And it's only until it got... Let's run on walls. You're now a cyborg. Yeah. That things got a little stupid. But to me, like, I wanted to know what an AC-130 did. And then when I realized it, it I looked at it differently. Yeah. You know, I understood, like, nuclear warfare a little bit better because, yeah, that little tactical nuke. And then, like, looking it up, whether it's just, like, Wikipedia or all these other sites, you know, like, yeah. as a kid, that's what I had to engross myself in history. And so if it actually wasn't for Call of Duty and like Weapons of War, like the M1 Grand and me being infatuated with it and understanding what these things were actually capable of, um, I wouldn't love history the way yeah. I do. So I think gotta, we got to get over it a little bit. And I, I want to see it for myself before I, I throw I throw it out to the side. See, Medal of Honor was that for me. Yeah. I love the old Medal oh, yeah. of Honor games. Honor. Yeah, yeah, it's great. Again, like... I get it. We all come at it through different perspectives, but I also think we got to stop being so, uh, you know, we, we have to stop being so cynical after everything we read, you know, mm -hmm. uh, but that's just me with that. I spent way too long on this. This is a segment within a segment called yay or nay. Kyle, would you like to read the headline for us? Uh, Predator hunting ground seeks out first PS4 gameplay from Sammy Barker over Yee. at Push Square. Uh, the footage is early, but the 1987 movies influence is obvious. We have taken our inspiration from the 87 Predator over the other films because we believe it's the true crown jewel of the IP. Ilphonic's Jared Gerritsen wrote on the PlayStation blog. We hope that fans of the film films will see this game as a bit of a love letter to the film. That being said, our game takes place a few decades in the future, so we needed to incorporate all of the films into the story. Kyle, uh, we saw this gameplay at Gamescom. What did you think about it? Is this a yay or uh, a for you? Gameplay is still a little early, but I'll say yay. Uh, I like what Ilphonic okay. did with Friday the 13th. 
Sorry. Yeah. yeah, a lot of people are like, this looks like a mobile game. This looks nah. like a PS2 game. And I'm like, I, I'm like, I understand where it looks rough, yeah. but this is Ilphonic. They're a very small studio. And seeing what they did with Friday the 13th, if they could capture that same magic with the Predator, I don't see why this can't be successful. Yeah. So I am also going to say yay from what I've seen. And, and it looks let's like see if it's can do uh, it. a team of four versus computer AI enemies, and then another person is the Predator. Which is, yeah. I think, pretty cool. I like that yeah. a lot. So I'm, I'm on board. I'm on board. Again, I want to see more. I yeah. want to just shit on something I haven't really seen. With that, what's the next bit of Google? Brianna Reeves yeah. over at PS Lifestyle. 19-minute gameplay demo for Marvel's Avengers may put some concerns to rest. Square Enix has unleashed the full 19-minute A-Day prologue for Marvel's Avengers. It features the footage shown off during the E3 2019 demo and additional gameplay for Captain America and Black Widow. Uh, yay or nay from what you've seen, Kyle. Yay. And with that, our question for this little segment comes from Fan Seamus. I know you've talked about it a few weeks ago, and it's not a PlayStation 4 exclusive, but what was your favorite moment in the Avengers gameplay we got from Gamescom? So yeah, we talked about it when we saw the leaked footage, but we even saw even more with the now 19-minute uh, demo. So mm-hmm. Kyle, what did you see? What did you like? Uh, I'm a real big fan of detail. Okay. And, and like making it feel like the world is lived in and things are going on and not just stopping for what's on screen. Mm-hmm. So seeing Black Widow fly through the stage and seeing the other heroes in the background still doing hero things and, and you can see them calling out to, to Black Widow while she's taking on Taskmaster um, is my favorite moment in that in that trailer for sure. It, to me, that helps put my mind at ease that they know the characters and they're going to get them right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, for me, my favorite moment. So, first of all, I think my least favorite had to be Thor because it just kind of looked like knockoff God of War. But it still he looked also, dope. I feel like he would hit harder. Just a little. I think he's doing that because he doesn't want to kill him. Eh, that's, <laughs> that's fair. What I'm thinking. That's what I'm thinking. When it came to the Hulk, that was actually my favorite bit. Um the Hulk's traversal, because you're thinking Hulk as like this big hulking beast, right? And I mean, like he's hitting guys, he's using guys to hit other guys. Like these, again, these guys are not walking away with some type of PTSD no. and several broken bones, right? Like these people are in wheelchairs at best, at minimum. Um, but like his traversal, like when he's traversing through the Golden Gate Bridge, as it's just totally getting blown up in front of you. Mm -hmm. You're seeing him hop on like trucks and then hop onto like platforms and then using the infrastructure, ripping it off the ground to throw at enemies. Like the Hulk gave me the feeling of the incredible Hulk uh, ultimate destruction game back on the original Xbox. That was so much fun. That's what it gave me the feeling of. And that's what I really liked captain America as well is a gameplay that I really liked. He hit Mm -hmm. the shield and like the sonic boom hit people backwards. I thought that was sick. And I'll say this one more thing, and I know I'm cheating. The UI was it it was there, but it wasn't intrusive. Mm-hmm. It was very I, I hate to say it, like cinematic feel. Yeah. It's very much off to the corners. It's there, but very you know very not it's in your not face. Obtrusive. So I liked it. it yeah, it's, it's not it's intrusive. There if you need it, yeah. 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 So yeah, I liked what I saw, man. I'm on board. It's a big yay for me. Uh, and our last 
I think. Not yes. last. There's one more important one after this. Oh, oh, I'm so sorry. Our next yeah, yeah, yeah. flash uh, news. Logan <laughs> Logan Moore over at Dual Shockers. Yakuza 3, 4, and 5 remastered are heading west, and the Yakuza 3 out now. Yakuza 3 remastered will be available to download today, and Sega also announced dates for the next two entries as well. Yakuza 4 Remastered will drop later this fall on October 29th, 2019, and Yakuza 5 Remastered will then arrive early next year on February 11th, 2020. All three games can be downloaded digitally as they arrived over the coming months, or you can hold off and purchase a physical edition of the Yakuza Remastered Collection, which will include all three titles and will launch next February. Uh, Bohotep writes in, he goes, what are your thoughts about the announcement of the Yakuza Remastered Collection? That includes 3, 4, and 5. Would you have rather A, have a, a Yakuza Kiwami 3, 4, and 5 instead? Uh, I'm not a big Yakuza guy. I think it's really weird how they're rolling it out. Like, it's over time. Yeah. Like, so you buy this single thing for fifty nine ninety nine, and you just trust yeah. that over time they're going to fulfill their obligations. That's what that's what I shake yeah. it, it It's definitely a weird yeah. rollout, um, but like I, I'm like you, I've never played a Yakuza mm. game, um, but I've heard so many good things about Yakuza, yeah. and people love Yakuza. Yeah. Um, so maybe, maybe, maybe I'll, I'll maybe check it out. Yeah. after after this crazy semester's over, sure. But with that, Kyle, let's get to the story yes. you've been waiting all night for. I'm just gonna let you have it. Oh man, time is here, friends. Final Fantasy VIII Remaster releases September 3rd. Pre-orders available now. Uh, this was from Joseph Sh- uh, Schaffner from Dual Shockers, but that's all you really need to know. September 3rd, pre-orders are, are available. Uh, did I pre-order it the moment Joe texted me the date? Yes, I did. <laughs> uh, was I pumped and gave me a boost of energy the rest of the day? Yes, it did. Did I ask for the date hours before the date was given? Yes, I did. <laughs> I'm so excited to finally play... One of my favorite Final Fantasies, and probably, if I really think back about it, probably one of my favorite games ever, um, over and over and over again, on my PS4, on my big TV. Um, yeah, I'm super <laughs> pumped. Uh, uh, by the yes. way, uh, Mr. Hypecaster, uh, he was he was talking some uh, smack on Twitter. He was like, um, now I finally get to play it on the go. And I said, well, you could have played it on the Vita, and he just... He shook his head at me. You know what, Antonio? Come, come on, come Antonio. On. You know what? No. Shame. Shame <laughs> on you, Antonio. But will I will I double dip and buy it also on the Switch? Yes, I am. <laughs> it's what how much is it? It's twenty it's twenty bucks. Twenty right? bucks. Now yeah. a lot of people are complaining about the price. Like it's too expensive. You don't care, obviously. It's it's perfect. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think what what would they want? A uh, fifteen ten? No, it's a it's a remaster. What do you expect? I, listen, I don't know. I, I they got they got rid of the jank uh, visually. Okay. Like it's not like you've have you seen the the meme though about Squall's head? <laughs> no, I have not. Oh my god! They there's a line from um oh my god. Why am I blanking on her name? This is embarrassing. Linda, just call right, her Renoa. Okay, uh, Renoa. I was close. Um, I was close. She, they're at a ball or something, and she she says something to the likes of, "Oh, you're the most handsomest boy here," or something, and they zoom in on the PS1 polygons, and they're just jagged lines all over his face, um, and that's what PlayStation, I think, last week tweeted out just a picture of his zoomed in, and it's like perfectly smooth, awesome. and you can see his facial features. Um, so yeah, I think that alone, just a visually 
touch up is perfect dude and 20 bucks is a steal i'm i'm happy that you're happy that's all i can say yeah you know it's that, that's that's one i can check off <laughs> it, it, it it has happened now give me resistance yep. give me star ocean 2 yep. remaster uh and i'll be okay for a while mm. i'll be complacent <laughs> with that kyle yeah. What's the next bit of news? It's actually, a, I thought this was big news. So this is not Flash news anymore. We're getting to the big juicy stuff. Austin Gosselin over at Polygon writes, Crossplay is coming to PUBG on consoles. Player Unknown's Battlegrounds is getting cross-platform play on consoles. The game developer PUBG Core announced during the Inside Xbox Gamescom presentation on Monday. According to developers, the goal is to have PUBG cross-platform play available for testing on the PUBG test servers by late September and available for all players on live servers in early October. Now, this is awesome news, right? This is another, you know, another domino to drop in the thing that is crossplay, that inevitability of crossplay. Um and it was weird that it was announced at Inside Xbox mm-hmm. of all things. I just yeah. thought that was strange. I don't know. Uh it, it, awesome to see. That's for sure. Kyle, yeah. my, my thoughts to you is what are your thoughts coming out of this with Player Unknown's Battlegrounds now being cross play? Uh, what is it? Call of Duty having cross play as well. Who's next, man? Who's next? Uh, it's got to be Fortnite, right? No, Fortnite's. Well, that's the thing. Fortnite already got cross play. Remember, we're not angry at it. Oh, that's anyway. right. That's uh, right. Rocket League, Dauntless. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't even know uh, anymore. I do. You know what would be cool? What's that? One of these sports games. That's what I was just like, thinking. Like Madden or NBA, NHL. Yeah, one of these games to have crossplay because yeah. those games are huge. Yeah, like Madden 2K, especially. That'd be awesome yeah. to see them have crossplay. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. God, it's happening, dude. It's a, next generation's gonna get so. Also, weird. like, it, was this the last Hail Mary pass for PUBG? Like, hey, we're relevant still. <laughs> I I think this is them trying to retain the audience they have and to make them mm-hmm. happy. You know, they're not doing yeah. bad. They're just not making, you know, the income that they used to make. I don't think they're sure. going away, but yeah. You know, this is them trying to be a part of the conversation for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Kyle, what's the next story that we got here? She- Chandler Wood, which is a great name, Chandler, Dude, so at dope. PS Lifestyle. Sean Layden confirmed Sony Studios could make multi-platform games with broader distribution. Ooh. In an interview regarding Sony's PlayStation exclusive strategy moving forward, Sony's Sean Layden committed to exclusive titles, but also hinted that some Sony Studios may seek audiences beyond the shores of their own console. Bloomberg notes that this will most likely apply to multiplayer titles designed to be played on personal computers. Quote, we must support the PlayStation platform. That is non-negotiable. That said, you will see in the future some titles coming out of my collection of studios, which may need to lean into a wider installed base. End quote. Layden's wording here is interesting. He definitively states that we will see future titles from Sony Studios that may need to lean into a wider install base. It sounds like the strategy here may not be fully ironed out, but with crossplay becoming a more and more popular feature in modern games and Microsoft closing up to Nintendo and PC, it wouldn't be surprising to see Sony adopt a similar tech. And then to just go on 
on that story as well. Ready Set Heroes races to release on the 1st of October. This comes from Sammy Barker at Post Square. I got this for you, Kyle. And it looks like Ready Set Heroes fits the bill. Developed by Robot Entertainment and scheduled for release 1st of October on PlayStation 4, the title will also be published by the Japanese giant on the Epic Game Store. The competitive dungeon crawler will, where you and up to three others will race your way through a randomly generated arenas leveling up as swiftly as possible in order to conquer a winner takes all arena arena brawl at the end so it looks like this is the first game that sony is publishing to make its way to the epic store as well so kyle yeah what does this mean for you as as seeing it on the green side right microsoft they're putting their games on whatever platform they freaking can right mm-hmm. like we saw ori now is on the switch it's on steam we're seeing cuphead going on steam it's going to be or uh, it's on switch yep you're seeing gears of war is it going to be on steam as well as uh xbox gears what of is- war pop on on mobile <laughs> that's all they got dude <laughs> Oh god, Luke Lore was just like, you know, guys, I'm really excited for uh, Gears of War Pop. I'm like, oh god, you're so white, you know. <laughs> like thinking about this, yeah. What are your thoughts? Because a lot of people they they like to shut on Xbox every time sure. they make something weird and out the ordinary. Is is this something that we should rightfully shit on PlayStation as well? Like, what is your immediate reaction? What games do, do does Sean Layden mean uh, going to wider? audiences part of me feels like what he means by some might be are ones that they're not fully uh confident like, the ones that they're not okay. super confident in that will that will sell like hotcakes but i mean we we got games like death stranding sure. rumored to hit the pc right sure yeah and and since i mean we still don't really know what this game is still um it's still kind of like a a, a mystery of what kind of game okay. that is and how that will sell to us. Like, how many people are actually going to go out and buy this game and actually stick with it and recommend it? Um, mm-hmm. But, I, again, I, I think it's I, it's smart for them to, to put it on PC, honestly. Um, how so? Uh, more people play the games, and if they like that game, then they'll go buy a PlayStation and go play these other exclusives mm-hmm. like Last of Us because, mm-hmm. or whatever will be strictly on console. Um, it, it's also gives another place for them to kind of compete with Microsoft on, on PC. Like, yeah, they right. don't have Game Pass, uh, but who knows? Maybe PlayStation will have PlayStation Now. Uh, maybe on PC. maybe a, a, an upgraded yeah. version of it on PC and yeah. to combat that, which they need to do a huge job if that's the, the deal. Yeah, and I think that's what they're kind of building up to. Yeah. So I, I, I think this is Sony... Talking about dipping their toe in the water, mm-hmm. right? Of seeing of seeing what another platform is like. Uh, so, like, what I see this as is Sony saying, get ready, because we're going to do the same shit Xbox is doing, but just at a smaller scale. Mm-hmm. I really do think the next generation is about platforms and is about where you're going to be putting your platform on different devices, I really do think that is it. And I think that's what this kind of outlines mm-hmm. is a way to say, hey, look, Dust Stranding, you could get it. It we're, it. we're published, you know, we're publishing this on PC because we know PC players, most of them aren't going to make the jump to our platform. 
right? PC audience is a very dedicated audience. And for the ones that maybe have an Xbox, this is still a way, and a PC instead of a PlayStation, this is still a way for them to kind of get that money from a different well as Mm -hmm. well. So it's a way of like kind of diversifying where you're getting your profit from. You know, it's like, yeah, I'm getting it for my PlayStation. That's the main ecosystem. But we also have these offshoots right here that are going to net us some income as well. So to me, I've never been against the idea of Microsoft throwing their first parties out into the wild of the PC marketplace. And so I can't shame PlayStation for doing it either. I think it's a great Mm -hmm. move. And I don't think... I, I think people think very two-dimensionally. Uh, I've seen people think, like, PlayStation's just copying, you know, uh, sure. Microsoft's homework. I think they're just both following very similar yeah. paths because they both understand the threat of, of something like Stadia brings. Yeah. yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Also, real quick before yes. we, we move on. Um, yeah. How cocky is Sean Layden in this quote? Uh, that said, you will see in the future some titles coming out of my collection of studios. <laughs> yeah. Really, Sean? Yeah, okay, buddy. It's mine. <laughs> yeah, so, no, 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 no. I love how Sean Layden talks yeah, now. Absolutely. You know? It's very... You, it's, you know it's, what's a fun it, game to play? What's that? A fun game to play is go back and watch old press conferences okay. from E3 and when he's on stage and just count how many times he touches his hands together. <laughs> It's like he stands in front and just kind of goes like this for a long period of time. And he uses, like, the connected hands as pointing. Oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah okay. You'd be, dr- you'd be drunk within the first three minutes, man. Absolutely. <laughs> With that, Kyle, the last bit of news, Death Stranding gameplay has been shown at Gamescom. What are your thoughts? And just as you're contemplating... Here's kind of pretty much what we saw out of what was like the nine minutes of gameplay. Yeah. Uh, there was a Venus. character trailer or two, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah uh, one of, I believe her name was Mother. Mama. Mama. Um, and then a, a deeper look at the, the BBs. The, 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 the BBs baby. and uh, Del Toro's character. Uh, Die Hard Man, I think. Yes. And yeah. so we see Norman, Norman Reedus wake up and immediately he's got a bust of piss like we all do. And quick, I thought I thought you'd said enormous Reedus. That's like, what I that kind of that kind of fits with the urine thing right there. <laughs> it was my slur. Yeah. Uh, I played the drinking game for about five seconds. <laughs> uh, so yeah, we see him waking up. He's got a bust of piss, so you could pee in this game. That's exciting. Um, well, did you pees. notice that a mushroom grew after you he peed? Yep, that's cool. I guess. Uh, <laughs> he has to walk up this like traverse through the mountain. The first thing that I have to say is really interesting is how he's walking is not like how video games walk, where it's just like a flat surface. You know, mm. uh, you actually feel like he's like stepping over stuff, which yeah. I thought was kind of actually he's kind moving of cool. with the terrain. Yeah, he's moving with the terrain. Um, and so yeah, he's traversing up this mountain. He goes into a hut. And uh, he he activates someone called Luden's fan, yep. and it's Jeff Keeley. Yeah, uh, I knew that immediately, and I was just like, "Wow, I'm so excited!" Right, this is I'm the so game happy. We're getting. <laughs> um, hologram him talks to talks to Norman Reedus. He delivers this the package. That's he delivers the package. There, yep. yep. He t- he also puts the necklace down on this thing, and that's how he activates Jeff Keeley um, and the winner gamer probably. <laughs> 
<laughs> he's like, God damn it, I gotta kill again. Um, then he walks down this mountain and he's kind of like traversing. And he, you see, you have to press the paddles or else he'll just oh, tumble down. You, you miss, you miss something. You where he cradles uh, so, the baby. Well, he he backs up from this thing and he's saying goodbye to Jeff Keeley, um, and then yeah. he falls off the cliff, and he, oh, right, he right, hits. Right. And instead of what I think a traditional health meter is, the mm-hmm. the baby inside the pod gets agitated, and you have to take him off and cradle the baby back to a calming state, and then you can move on. Uh, also, uh, Kojima said like it uses the PS4 DualShock motion, so you'd have you have to cra- oh, cradle the the controller. Uh, he also mentioned there are other cameos, uh, the familiar faces that we might see. Which is interesting. Uh, what other celebrities celebrities did he rope into this game? Um, yeah, Kyle, you seem way more on board than I can ever be. Oh, for Death Stranding? Yeah, I'm kind of into how weird and quirky it is, and this is coming from someone who did not really, really get into Metal Gear Solid, like how okay. insane that it got. I am kind of into it. I, I want to know what this whole strand genre is about. We we also it's, saw a USA map uh, yeah. of connecting things, and I think he's going from the East Coast to the West Coast. Yeah, so there's a behind the doors uh, 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 viewings that some people are seeing. I couldn't find the article here, but mm-hmm. essentially what the story is about is and and getting as less spoiler as I can, just the brief two paragraph summary is Norman Reedus uh, has to deliver this message from one side of the country to the other side of the country. Uh, and he's following the footsteps or the trail of the president of the United States daughter, who also took a similar mm-hmm. path before this game starts. And his mission is to find her to relay this message of hope and to try to bridge and connect the country again Mm -hmm. and this death stranding while there are a terrorist organization that wants to do whatever they can to engulf the planet in the death stranding. Uh, Honestly, that description had me way more pumped. Uh, Every bit of dialogue that we saw, like when he's talking to mama, when he's talking to, uh, Guermo over there and when he's talking to Hartman, like all these interactions I'm just like man this seems f- the story has me hooked yeah. like that's why I'm buying this game mm-hmm. but the gameplay does look like a walking sim sure and that's where I'm just like is this gonna be, is this gonna be the Red Dead Redemption 2 mm-hmm. of this year where Kojima forgets that this is a game sure that's my worry because I, yeah. I I did not see anything from that gameplay that got I, me. Excited. I'm very curious as to why, and I know they're shooting in this game because in the yeah. I think the last batch of trailers he was shooting. I'm very yeah. curious as to why we haven't seen much of that part of the the game, yeah. and we know there are these big evil bad guys, Mads Mikkelsen and Troy Baker's character. Mm-hmm. What are those interactions like? We know that Kojima loves boss battles. What kind of what are the boss battles going to look like in this game? If there are mm-hmm. any, like I, there's still a lot of questions, but I'm okay with waiting for to playing that game to figure those out. I'm okay with that. Famous Seamus asks us from a scale of one to ten, how confusing do you think Death Shanding will be? Uh, can we go off this yeah, fucking scale? Exactly. <laughs> 
but like, are you on board? Because I'm a little hesitant. And like, Kojima put out a tweet going, "There's one exclusive trailer of Death Stranding called Briefing, showing at Sony PlayStation booth. It explains what Sam, the player, will be doing in the game, and I think you'll understand the more concrete purpose of mm-hmm. the game." So a lot of people are like, "Okay, Kojima, let's." Stop being so fucking edgy, all right? Stop being... Get your head out of your own yeah. ass for a second and tell me what I'm doing in this game because we're getting we're getting down to the wire and I still don't know why I should give, be giving you 60 bucks and up. So are, are you still on board? Is this still a day one for you? Are you a little worried? Uh, I'm, I'm a little worried. Um, mm-hmm. I'd, be, I'd be okay if it was a walking sim game, but I want to see some okay. other... I want to see some kind of action there, like dispersed mm-hmm. throughout while I'm walking across the country, yeah. apparently. Um, yeah. But I'm still buying it day one. I will try to figure out what was going on. I might have to take notes, I, I feel like, or or, <laughs> you or watch cutscenes again, like on YouTube yeah. afterwards, just yeah. in case I miss something. Um, but yeah, I'm in. I'm, I'm still in. I need to know what this game is, yeah. man. Like, the story has me, the gameplay doesn't, and that's the thing that concerns me. So, I'm I'm on board, but if the next trailer I don't see anything, I'm definitely downgrading the pre-order. Mm-hmm. Uh, because I can't take that big of a chance. Yeah, I got you. You know? Even for a, 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 a Rita's fetus. Can't do it. Can't do it. Uh, and he can't bring it to Missouri or whatever. Anyway, <laughs> let's get to the next segment. Yeah. Kyle? It's been two weeks, and I know you might be a little rusty, but are you uh, are you holding yeah, on to something? Let me uh, let me get my seatbelt. Okay. Can you imagine if that's how I spent my two weeks? I, just... <laughs> I I installed seatbelts. All right, Joe, I'm ready. <clears throat> All right, I'm ready. Prepare the drop. Each and every week, PlayStation releases more games to the PlayStation storefront. The only problem is that there are way too many awesome games to just list. So Joseph and Kyle have both got one game that's piqued their interest. This week, Joseph's pick, Rad. Rad is a 3D action roguelike set in a post-post-apocalyptic world where humanity has faced Armageddon not once but twice. Playing as a teenage protagonist, you venture into the follow, an ever-changing radioactive wasteland filled with unknown and unspeakable creatures. Man, Joe, that was your best one yet. Thank you. <laughs> uh, yeah, we both played Rad at yeah. PAX. Yeah, I want to see how it's changed, because a lot of people liked it. I, I, didn't, I wasn't a big fan of it, but I love the name Rad. <laughs> That's a good name. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Uh, my pick is a Remnant from the Ashes. Mm-hmm. Remnant from the Ashes is a third-person survival action shooter set in a gasp post-apocalyptic <laughs> world, overrun by monstrous creatures. As one of the last remnants of humanity, you'll set out alone or alongside up to two other survivors to face down hordes of deadly enemies and epic bosses and try to carve a foothold, rebuild, and then retake what was lost. Dope. Dope. Yeah. With I'm just that, counting yeah. down, to, honestly, I'm just counting the, down the days till Control next week. Yeah. That's what I'm waiting for. Let me tell you something. Me too. That and Man of Medan because Fiona wants to oh, play. Yeah. Fiona wants oh. to play with me and you know things will get spooky and she will rue the day where she wanted to play man of medan <laughs> so yeah i'm pretty pumped with that let's get into our final 
bit of the show, and that is Andrew House's Snail Mail. Now, you can send your questions over to us at the Cassidy Bad Bit Discord server, or you can send your questions in to at PS Trophy Room on Twitter. Or you can find Andrew House's house address. It's simple, but you know, Podbean will not let me post the RSS feed if I say it out loud, but I'll do it in Morse code. Ready? Oh, man. I think that's how Morse code works. Was that dot dot slash slash? Or dot? Okay. Got no, it. it was B boo boo bop. Boo boo bop. <laughs> got it. <laughs> that's got his address. It. If you could decipher that code, you you got it. Uh, and then I steal Andrew House's mail every single week, and I bring it to the show. This week, I stole a couple of like like foreclosure things, signs, some bills. He doesn't care. He oh, doesn't have a worry in the I world. I hope you're okay, Andy. Uh, you know what? <laughs> you can't get hurt if you don't know what's coming, you know? Al Vader asks, what is your fave game of the year so far? And going into the release season, what could top it? Mine, Kyle, if I can go first. Please. Definitely Plague Tale. If you guys haven't well, played Plague Tale, uh, please go do it. It's from uh, Focus Home Interactive. Um, amazing. Amazing story about a teenage girl and her younger brother uh, trying to escape the Inquisition. And it is so freaking good. It's a stealth medieval game. And I was saying this on the Platinum uh, podcast but, like, if you get caught in this game, right, you're just dunzos. Like, mm-hmm. if a guy comes up to you, you're a 13-year-old girl. You can't just, like, karate chop him or, you know, Vulcan neck pinch. That wasn't invented yet. So, like, you're just dead. And that's what I love about this game is it is all about solving puzzles in really unique ways, using the rats to kind of traverse through the environment because it mm-hmm. is during the, 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 the Black Ages. So it's dope. Check it out, please. Uh, Oh, oh, and what could top it? I'm sorry. Yeah, go ahead. Honestly, God, I don't think Death Stranding is going to be my game of the year. Um, Because I think as much as we love Kojima, his head is a little bit too too far up his prostate. Mm -hmm. Um, I think it's either Doom Eternal Mm -hmm. or Greedfall. I haven't mentioned Greedfall, but game looks freaking dope. And it literally looks like Pirates mixed with Dragon Age. It's also made by Focus Home or published by Focus Home Interactive. Looks dope. So one of those games could really take it. Yeah. What's yours, Kyle? I don't have one yet. Um, I haven't finished a game that has released this year yet or or really put in a lot of time in, which sucks. But uh, I'm excited to to hop into. But what I think it might be, uh, for as if it matches my hype level, it's Borderlands 3. Yeah, if it matches that hype that I have for that game, there's no other game of the year for me other than that. Yeah, yeah that that one's gonna probably take home a lot of victories mm-hmm. so, or a lot of rewards. With that, Sean Capri asks: Many content creators are speaking out against crunch to help ensure developers maintain a healthy work slash life balance for their own healthy work slash life balance. Cough, cough. Who that ninja seventy three? Cough, cough. Look at yourself, Sean Capri. You have two children. <laughs> so fun fact uh yeah. when i did uh, sean's um podcast we the gamer cast uh he asked okay. me this on there and i cried like a baby uh it's not gonna happen now yeah. but 
it, it's something I'm still very bad at and something I need to work on um, because I love creating content with you, Joe. I love doing my other shows. I love being involved in um, various different communities and helping out whenever way I can. Um, But, you know, real life comes first for many people, myself included. And when you have three beautiful Mm -hmm. little girls that look up to you, you kind of have to be there for them. Um, Yeah. And working so much because you're broke as a joke. Like, it's, it's a lot. So it's something that I need to be better at. And I know... I think a lot of people will probably say be better at it. Yeah. Um, but take some me time is what I need to do. And just to kind of re recenter myself and get yep. back to doing what I, wa- what I want to do and what I love to do, which is play games. Because <laughs> I know you listeners out yeah. there are tired of hearing me say I haven't played shit. <laughs> Believe me, no one is as tired of yeah. me saying that than yeah. me. Um, so yeah, yeah, I definitely need to find that balance. Sean, you need to teach me some waves. Um, because I think not only myself, but a lot of people will be better off for it. So, um, so one way of, uh, maintaining a healthy work ethic, uh, when it comes to creating content, it's hard. Like some creators don't have that opportunity, right? Like people that are making a living off this, some are barely, or even below the poverty line that are doing this. Um, it's hard to just say, Hey, take a minute to yourself. Yeah. But honest to God, for, for me, this is, this works. Uh, it, it, it's something I'm looking at where I, I'm looking at this last semester and already, I already have some shit in front of me that I have to shovel out. And, um, and I'm just like, how am I going to balance trying to make content, you know, at least two to three times every week with the trophy room, uh, not included. And then also to work this job that's all, all practically full time on top of that. Yeah. It's going to be really difficult. And it's, it is trying to find those moments of like the grind ain't easy. The yeah. grind's hard and the grind is unrelentless, but you have to keep working and chipping at, at it, but also taking time to not just reflect, but own not to dwell on your on your losses, mm-hmm. but to kind of take the victories where you can, whether it's you, whether it's me, whether you're seeing someone do something really awesome. Like Sean Capri told me something I can't say and I'm not allowed. Ooh. I'm not allowed to say it, but it's so awesome. And I'm just like you. It's also like seeing other people's success. Don't get jealous of it. Just be be there for them because when others succeed, you succeed. It's something that we here at the trophy room really try to do. Like I don't bring patches in because I think we're going to, you know, earn brownie points with females. You know what I mean? I bring patches here because I think she's a great creator and I think I need to shine a light on people like her that make awesome Mm -hmm. content. You know, same with uh, Amy from, uh, um, Words about games, right? I brought her on because there's not enough uh, trans people's voices out there, and she does amazing work. Same with Derek from uh, SDGC and all that jazz. You know, I bring these people on because they have something to say, and they're really awesome people, and their voices need to be heard. Mm-hmm. And that's what we need to do. So, like, my thing is like lifting each other up, celebrating each other's victories. That is something that I like to do. I like to be in as many streams as I possibly can to support people i don't just say it i do it yeah. you know 
um, I try my best to. So to me, it's, it's really just taking a moment and reflect on the awesome things that you and other people are doing. That's how I do it. And then also realizing that like, there needs to be time for me. Yeah. Like I have to set something for, I tune my brain off from everything and just, you know, focus on what needs to get done. Absolutely. And and, uh, for me that I need to be better at specifically, uh, not having that me time super late at night. Cause then that affects me during the next day. And yeah, it's tough. And I know you listening out there, even if you're not creating content, finding me time is super difficult. I've been there. Super difficult. Um, just know you're not alone and we'll get through it. We'll find that me time and we're going to go crush it. Yeah. Yeah. Seriously. And like, like real talk today, I made a video. It took four hours to make. And then I forgot I had to ask people for questions and then I had to finish up the notes and that took about an hour and change. We did this episode. It took about an hour and change. I'll be editing this video and it's going to take an hour and change. So like add that up. I don't want to, you could do it at home and understand that like, that's just one day. Tomorrow I'm going to be doing something else. Yeah. <laughs> so it's it's really getting your schedule down, knowing when's me time, celebrating others' victories, and and sharing that love with each other. At the end of the day, we're never competing with mm-hmm. each other, and I think that's the most important thing. Get the competitiveness out of your system. If you see someone's success, that doesn't mean you lost. Celebrate it. And so, like, with that said, too, again, our friends at the Xbox Drive, they've been the past few weeks and just seeing them hit milestones, seeing them at E3 this year is, like, inspiring. And it's so freaking great to see our friends do really great. You know, when we see people like the Megadads have Khalif Adams on, you know, and they're talking about burritos outside of a, you know, Pep Boys. (laughs) You know, it's it's awesome. So, yeah, celebrate the small stuff, man. Uh, With that said, that's all we got here for the trophy room. I hope you guys enjoy it. Please, 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 please. Yeah, after that talk of grinding and crunch and all that if you guys could please hit us with a five star review on itunes it means the world to me if you can do that um and past few weeks have been rough but it's your kind comments you know adam leonard came up to me the other day in a private message and he just goes joe i think you have a fine show and i was like thanks (laughs) it's really the words of encouragement that really do keep us going so with all that said kyle is there anything you would like to pimp out this week before we go as always i'd like to plug myself at who that ninja 73 who well i think i just said my name wrong at who that ninja 73 on twitter and on psn uh my show all about the kind of funny community called best friends talk funny is on twitter at bfs talk funny and wherever you listen to podcast services new episodes should be recording soon again in a couple of weeks um so i'm very excited to get back to that and then uh just a nerdy pop culture uh show with my kind of nyc fam called dollar slice podcast uh you can listen to that wherever and at dollar slice pod on twitter uh we might actually have a developer of an indie game on the show soon Ooh. which remind me joe after we're, we're done recording to tell you about this game because i feel like you oh love- see these two connections being made with yeah. that <clears throat> you can find us this show on bad bit games on youtube each and every thursday you can find the show also on rss feeds around the globe whether that is apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, spotify podbean overcast wherever there's an rss feed you can find us there rate us five stars and with all that said with all that out of the way keep hunting and keep playing
PlayStation.